Hello, my lovelies. Well, do you know what this sound is? <gasps> that is the temple of man. The big one. We are into the big one today. <laughs> and to be honest, I've had to call in the big guns. So... There was a particular, mm, not chapter even, paragraph that I wanted to talk to you about. And uh, <laughs> it's Shwala, right? So Chance is looking at it and he's going to help me with this particular one. So what I did is I asked the universe, like you do, <laughs> is I asked the universe to help me find a page that was within my capability. And I opened the page randomly, and guess where I ended up? The page called Symbolique. Now, I know I told you I love Symbolique, particularly in French, so it makes perfect sense. But what is even more interesting is what it says. Nothing is more difficult for human intelligence to access than natural simplicity. The everyday phenomenon is overlooked because of its banality and is made unintelligible to the complexities of thought. This is why initiation in no way corresponds to the image we have of it. And once the moment of initiation into natural mysteries is over, whether for an individual, religious group, or more generally for an age, the imagination immediately comes in to weave fancy around fact. The fact being sacred, we would like its sacred character to be wrapped in an adorning literature. We cannot conceive of it in its simple and natural measure. We place it on a pedestal in order to exalt it, wishing to present it to the human imagination in its most precious aspect, that is, as a rare thing that pleases the senses. And around the empty hub, we build the golden wheel. Those who are the guardians of this knowledge and know it to be incommunicable are the first to gild the outer court that leads to the inaccessible sanctuary. Is it to guard? Is it to hide? Is it to teach? To guard is to preserve the treasure. To hide it is to control it. To teach it is to open the way to the successes of the guardian caste. And it is also to select in order to find the one who, perchance, will rediscover the lost word. Such is the historical drama of all priesthoods, of all clergy, of the initiatory religions. Simple doctrine rapidly becomes complicated. Analysis multiplies. The imagery, the false symbolism that conceals under the pretext of teaching. Now, isn't that interesting? And I tell you what, I don't know if I would have comprehended that a month ago. <laughs> and the reason is, is because I have recently 
found myself in Thailand. Chance and I decided that it was time for us to escape prison camp Australia. And we were considering where in the world would we feel most comfortable. And I have been blessed to be visiting Thailand since I was a very young child. And one of the things that I always loved even when I was really too young to fully understand (laughs) what was happening, is the generous spirit of the people here. I, I don't know if you're like me at all, you've kind of probably played around with the namaste and if you've listened to Max Egan, you are familiar with the In La Kesh. And then there's a Hawaiian one too. Mahalo, mahalo. <laughs> and in Thailand, there is a greeting that is, I researched it, and it says that it's based on the wa. But what you actually do is you say, Sawadika, if you're a woman. And Sawadee Kap, if you're a man. And to do the Sawadee it's very much like the Namaste, where you put your hands into prayer position and look at the person in the eye and you say, Sawadee Now, when you look any of these up, on Google, <laughs> basically the definition that you get for all of these words is a respectful greeting said when giving a namaskar. Namaskar is the preposition of the hands. Um, the best one that I could find was when saying namaste to someone, feel your heart full of love, kindness, gratitude, and respect towards them. But I remember when I was a yoga teacher student (laughs) that my teacher described this kind of greeting with a lot more depth, right? It was kind of the soul in me or the I am in me sees the I am in you. See, being a very diminished term, (laughs) more like reflecting and honoring the I am, right? Or the soul. But for some reason, Google doesn't want to really elaborate on that aspect of the greeting. Now, when you're walking around an American department store. I remember when I was young and I first came to America, you would walk around and you would visit a counter and the people would say, have a nice day, have a nice day, have a nice day. And it really struck me as odd because there was really no such thing as that in Australia as a kind of ubiquitous greeting that everyone would deliver to you. And so I found it nice 
and curious. But it really didn't take me much further <laughs> than this is interesting and a nice thing to do to other people. But in Thailand, there is something about the Sawadi Ka that has a whole new dimension to it for me. And it really speaks to this passage here because I had an incident the other day <laughs> that um, kind of brings this the simplicity of the initiation <laughs> really um, grounds it in reality. Because, of course, coming here and the people being so beautiful, I have been enjoying the Sawadi Ka because there is a sincerity in the Sawadi Ka here that touches your heart. It's so absolutely beautiful. And I don't think that I've had one. I don't think I've had a throwaway one yet. I think every single Sawadi Ka has been meaningful. But I was in a department store, well, more like a Kmart, right? The Kmart of Thailand the other day. <laughs> and there was this really large Thai girl behind the checkout counter. She was probably twice as tall and twice as wide as every other Thai girl that I've seen in the area. And she began to check out my goods. And she didn't look at me once. And I thought that was kind of interesting. But anyway, I was fine with it. Um, the big box stores here seem to be the place where the Thai people are least in their bliss. And that makes a lot of sense if they're run anything like the big box stores in the rest of the world. <laughs> but at the end of it, I sawadi card her, and this large Thai girl that had been hunched over to do the clicking on the keys of the checkout, she stood up to her full height. She put her hands together, and on her face came the smile of the Buddha himself. Her eyes filled with joy. And she tilted her head back and sawadi card so powerfully towards me <laughs> that I was literally knocked off my feet. It was genuine, sincere joy that she beamed out of her heart at a checkout counter at a box store in the middle of Thailand, <laughs> and it stunned me. I felt like I had been run over by a truck at the sheer bliss of this momentary experience. I was initiated into the natural simplicity of the Sawadi Ka, the everyday phenomenon overlooked because of its banality. And it was a true initiation. All the namastes, all the inlakeshes, and even all the sawadis that I had done up until this moment 
were a pale reflection of what this Thai girl gave me, this gift that she gave me. This is how a namaste, a mahalo, or a swadika is supposed to be done. And I know that for myself, accessing the joy that I had seen in her eyes has been truly so hard for me for such a long time. But she (laughs) didn't take me by the hand, but she put me in a situation where I was able to understand really what this greeting is really all about. And it broke my heart wide open. Growing up in the West, our experience of, I don't even want to call it the mysteries, you know, it's like (laughs) religion has always been For me, anyway, something so stark and cold and actually punishing. I was kicked out of Sunday school for asking too many questions. (laughs) Because the story didn't make sense to me, even as a young child, right? And there was never any joy in it. You know, I used to love the singing. And my um, creative inspirations (laughs) to be a talent, a voice talent, which I have later achieved in life in my band with Chaz, was denied to me in church because I was a black sheep and I was never able to get a solo in the church choir. And um, just all kinds of just horrible things. When my mum died... um, (laughs) for some reason my father believed that she would want to have her service at the church and so the church came and hit him up for a new PA system if he wanted to do my mother's funeral there. So it's been a very kind of interesting experience for me and this one minute with this one strange girl (laughs) in Thailand gave me so much more of a greater sense of what we're supposed to be doing with each other, to each other. And it was the most profound experience I've had in a long time. So Shwala nailed it. And to be honest with you, Shwala has nailed so much in this book. I was reading it, as I said. And there's like six things that I've spent three hours on probably altogether in my podcast that he's done in two sentences. <laughs> and it really occurs to me, like, did I read this 20 years ago and didn't understand it, but it soaked into my psyche. And now I've been able to bring it out in my own words. And I think that I'm so brilliant. But it's really just shwala seeping through, pervading my being. But um, it's fabulous work. It's absolutely fabulous work. So I hope you have enjoyed this little brief one, my loves. More soon and we'll get a chance to come in and bring the big guns. Because there's some big ideas here that are just mind-blowing.
that we want to share with you. So more soon. And most importantly, Sawadika. Hello, lovelies. I am so excited to announce the release of our new film called Heka. Heka looks at the magic of ancient Egypt and how that pertains to the story of ancient Egypt and fills in a whole new perspective that we have been missing collectively for hundreds of years. It features Gordon White, Chance Gardner, Joseph Patrick Farrell, Lon Milo Duquette, Tobias Churton, Graham Hancock, of course, the fabulous John Anthony West, Rupert Sheldrake, Stephen Skinner, Thomas Sheridan, Peter Mark Adams, Thomas Joseph Brown, Aton Veggie, Mog Morton, Bernardo Catstrop, Shauna Home, Mark Passio, John Zaraki, and the goddess Joanna Kujawa. I am so incredibly proud of it, and I invite you to come and have a look. You can find a link on MagicalEgypt.com. Thank you. 